In the heart of the smoke, where corruption reigns and danger lurks in every shadow, dwells the ultimate playground for those daring enough to navigate its treacherous streets. Introducing Swivers, the tabletop RPG that plunges you into a world of urban heists and thrilling intrigue. Gather your crew of cunning criminals and prepare to dive headfirst into the chaos of the City of the Smoke. With Swivers, you'll navigate through its many districts, from the opulent heights of the nobles to the depths of the midden. Be well warned, in the smoke, violence is as common as the ever-present smog, and danger lurks around every corner. Swivers offers a lightweight set of rules married to a full set of tools, ensuring seamless gameplay and endless possibilities for your table. Will you outsmart the corrupt officials, evade the grasp of the ruthless gangs, and seize your fortune amidst the chaos? Back Swivers on Kickstarter now and embark on the adventure of a lifetime. Find more info in the podcast description. Somewhere in between On the table with your friends Playing dunks and dragons And if life ever knocks you down Your dice will surely turn around Hello, Knocked Prone family. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to share something that's very near and dear to my heart. The holiday season is rapidly approaching, and with it comes the season of charity. Many of you may not know this, but when I was 11 years old, I was hit by a truck while I was on my bike, and I wasn't wearing a helmet. I was in critical condition, and I had to be life flighted over an hour away from my home. I broke every single bone in my face. I had massive brain trauma that left me bedridden. I had multiple teeth loss, bone broken, and doctors told my mom and my dad that even if I did live, I would be blind, deaf, if not, well, dead. I was in a medically induced coma, and then after the medically induced coma, I had to relearn how to walk and talk, and this took just about a month, and during that time, my parents had nowhere to stay. This is where the Ronald McDonald House came in to save my parents. Now, the Ronald McDonald House Charity is a charity that provides housing for parents that have children that are critically ill or injured that also live 30 miles or more away from where the hospital is located. The Ronald McDonald House was a miracle for my family as they were able to use those finances that they would have used on expensive housing. Instead, they used for medical procedures to help me survive and to thrive as I do now. My story is one of millions, as there are hundreds of Ronald McDonald houses worldwide, and we at the Knocked Prone Podcast want to give back this holiday season to the Ronald McDonald House. For every dollar that is donated to the Knocked Prone Patreon for the month of December, we at Knocked Prone are going to match and send that same amount of money to the Ronald McDonald Foundation in order for them to be able to provide this care for numerous other families that have children in critical conditions, as I was. So please help us change lives by going over to patreon.com forward slash knocked. That's knocked, K-N-O-C-K-E-D. And we will match your money as well as you get all the amazing benefits of being a Knocked Prone patron. So again, head over to patreon.com forward slash knocked. That's knocked, K-N-O-C-K-E-D. And we hope you have a wonderful holiday season and on to the episode. 
Let's get going. This one might be a little shorter. Yeah, because I'll probably get one shot within the first <laughs> 10 seconds, so it might be a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Knocked Prone, a podcast of high crits, small fits, and varying wits. My name is Cade, and I'm the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition adventure, and I'm joined here by the players to my left. Danny, playing Yui. Awesome. So as last we left our adventurers, Yui went through the Brawl Mall with the help of the Lambs of the Slaughter. The Lambs of the Slaughter kind of showed him around, showed him some cool things about this Arctic-themed mall. They walked through a bunch of stores. Yui found a war room uh, and found his father, Shima Yato. And Shima Yato was being used as uh, like this slave of a brain to create weapons for the Lambs of Slaughter. And so... Uh, when Yui went to go fight the giants, he pulled a fast one on Hope, the leader of the Lambs of Slaughter, and decided to flip the script and uh, fight for the giants instead. As the fight commenced, Hope decided to flip the script yet again and sent in some of her men through a speaking stone that she uh, commanded them to commence whatever is about to happen. And so with that, that's where we left off. Yui, you were last in the initiative, so it is your turn. Alrighty. Well, as they charge forward, do I see where they are charging from? So they have not entered yet. You just hear an explosion in the distance. Oh, I just hear an explosion. Mm-hmm. So, oh. yeah. So uh, you have a full hour on that whisper uh, in the head with the artist formerly known as Giant. And so, yeah, that's still up. It's only been about like 15 yeah, minutes max. Whispering in my head, I'll be like, what was that explosion? As I quickly, like, jump down off this table kind of crouch a little bit behind it not really actually leaving his range not really yeah the doing anything just yeah. just for looks you know hop off kind of crouch behind the table and i'll pop open my potion and guzzle it okay yeah one nice i'm rolling so bad <laughs> oh my goodness three ones in a row baby Ooh. all right that's okay though that's fine three plus four that's seven and then i'm gonna use my bonus action to use my second wind. Nice, nice. Which is going to be a two plus my bo- my fighter level, which is four. Oh. So that's a 13 total. It's plus four on that one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. So you heal for 13 hit points. Not as much as I was Not hoping for, but it is something. It is it health. Is something. We're taking the health. Yeah. So that's your bonus action in action and a little bit of your movement. Are you moving anywhere else? Uh, no, I don't think I can afford the... Uh, Attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity, so I just brace myself for this wolf's next attack. Okay, and speaking of the dire wolf, uh, it is the dire wolf's next turn. He will look at you and he will do his bite attack. That is going to be a nine to hit. That misses. All right. Thank and- <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, you, are, you also have half cover as you are squatted below this stage. I'm um, using like, stage. so like imagine like, so you, I'm standing under the stage trying to use like you know the pole that goes down from like a table yeah ducking my head left and right behind the (laughs) pole so it has to like try to follow me yeah and it it lashes its bite out at you at the wrong turn and so uh it misses and that's its turn the the fight between jimmy three quarters nelson and the monk suit will continue uh but we're just gonna follow you for a second i do want to try to take a quick look see how i think that's going which way i think it's leaning it is definitely leaning towards three uh jimmy three quarters nelson nelson so as soon as i see he's doing well 
I'm just gonna take out my med kit as I'm still like dodging and start wrapping up bandages as I like dodge my head on both sides, doing my using my medic feet to heal myself up again using a D6, which will probably roll a one again. <laughs> Oh, a two, a hey, two. we'll take it. Yeah, it's something. Two plus four for the medic kit as well, so that's six health. So you use your action to uh, bandage yourself up with this healer's kit, uh, bringing you back up another six hit points. So you're looking much better than the four that you started this session off with. Uh, but with that, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? As my bonus action, I will disengage, run over, and hop on three-quarter Nilsen's back kind of basically just be kind of back to back okay yeah so you'll disengage the the wolf will kind of try and lash out at you a little bit but obviously a misses as you are very agile and dexterous and uh with that the like lair action is going to happen and you hear the explosions getting louder as as you hear uh footsteps and the music that was blasting in the boreal bathroom next to you uh gets cut short and you hear uh in place of it screaming and uh gunfire and explosions and um then now it's going to be the dire wolf's turn and it's going to roll to hit you uh that is going to be a 25 to hit yeah that'll do it that'll do it and that'll be 17 points of piercing damage oh boy oh boy and I'll need you to make me a strength save. 11? With an 11, you are knocked prone. Go ahead and gain an inspiration point. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Classy strat. Classic. Uh, yes, but you are knocked prone as this dire wolf stands above you, and it is raring for your neck. We're doing all right. We're, uh, we're technically alive. Okay. That is what needs to be. You see... Uh, Jimmy three quarters Nelson Nelson uh, pop the head off of this monk suit and punch the brain uh, through the glass and completely decimate this uh, monk suit and that's the end of his turn and the end of that fight so Jimmy three quarters Nelson can now help you with the fight against the dire wolf if you'd like um, but with that it's going to be your turn again Yui alrighty well I'm going to make a distraction strike do a quick stab on this dire wolf. Okay. 13? A 13 will not hit. Oh, I want this one to land. It's a good one. I'm, I'm just going to burn that inspiration immediately. All right. No hesitation. Nice. All right, that's a 23. A 23 will hit. All righty. So I'm just going to do a quick stab. Nine damage total on that hit. Nice. Plus, I'm going to burn that superiority dice. So that's seven more damage. Nice. And so as I, like, quickly stab it under, I'm going to, like unstab sweep its legs kind of trying to knock it off balance it doesn't actually get knocked prone but giving the next person to hit it advantage and then use my bonus action to disengage and (laughs) slip right behind this guy so i kind of like mess up the wolf dash behind my uh good old giant buddy and try to give him a chance to do a good hit sounds great so smoke starts to fill the room as you hear another pop and uh, a team of monks are going to break in through the doors and uh, holding these guns, they're going to start firing at some of the giants. And at this time, the giants have armed themselves and are there's this huge commotion going on around you. But with that, it's the dire wolf's turn. And so the dire wolf is going to try and hit you. 
a 20 to hit. That will hit. So I am currently behind this guy, if that matters. Oh, uh, yes, that does matter. The dire wolf will go after uh, the... We'll go after the giant Jimmy Three Quarters Nelson Nelson. Instead, a 20 will still land on Jimmy Three Quarters Nelson Nelson, and the dire wolf will deal 15 points of damage to Jimmy. He's not looking great, but that's okay. Uh, And with that, that's the end of the dire wolf's turn. Jimmy will now attack on this creature, and he has advantage, correct? Yes. Uh, Good thing he had advantage because he rolled a 3, but with a 17 plus uh, Jimmy's bonuses, that will definitely hit the dire wolf. Seven points of damage. That was absolute minimum. Been getting all the minimums today. Yeah. And with that, that's the end of Jimmy Three Quarters Nelson Nelson's turn. It is your turn, Yui. I'm like, do I have more healing? But I do not. Alrighty. Well, I'll use my movement to kind of pop out from behind him. Launch my two knives real quick. This time, feeling a little bit more confident now that I've got my buddy here. We're outnumbering him. For a second, I was worried from when I kind of dissociated for a second. So that's not going to (laughs) hit. But does a 17 hit? A 17 will hit. Alrighty, so with my bonus action attack, I will do 8 damage. 8 damage? Yeah, and sneak attack, (laughs) 7. Nice, okay. With a 7, this dire wolf is looking very pained. And his essence starts, like, flickering. But as you see, like, this life draining from him a little. But he's not dead yet. Uh, With that, it's going to be uh, the monks who have come in with guns turns. And they they are mowing down a bunch of giants. And it seems like they're not... uh, That they're winning. That the monks, the lambs of slaughter, are uh, slaughtering the uh, giants. And... Oh, shoot. Is there? Okay. So, like, with that in mind, with the end of my turn, I still have some movement. Um, I see them, like, or at least it feels like it sounds like they have the element of surprise. It was their attack. I remember in my head that she told me whose trap was it. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to look at three-quarters Nelson and be like, you've got this guy, right? Uh, no. I, I, I might die. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, I won't. I won't run, but I will duck back behind him and give him, like, pats of reassurance. Oh, yes. And, and he's like, like... So I'm, like, I'm like behind him, like... <laughs> yeah, he's got like, this. Try, I, like, uh, jump up on his back, give him, like, that, that like, nice shoulder massage. But yeah. I use, like, all of my, like, <laughs> muscles to try to, like, knead oh, into he, it. He's so tense. He's he's like, oh, uh, I might die. I, I thought I was going to win, but even if I do win, they're killing people out there. We can we can fix this. I just want to play a game of soccer. And he, like, starts to cry a little bit. I know where your dad is. You know my dad? I want to be with my dad. Let's go get your dad. Okay. Uh, and with that, the dire wolf is going to chomp at Jimmy Three Quarters Nelson Nelson. And it gets a 17 to hit, which will hit his armor class. And it will deal... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I use protection. Okay. I can impose disadvantage. So I, like, as he goes to bite, I'll, like, throw another knife, like, right in front of him to try to distract his eyes. He gets a 16 to hit this time, which, unfortunately, with an armor class of 11, is still going to hit... (laughs) 
<laughs> I jump in front. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, all right, go for it. 16 points of damage off of this ogre, and he falls to the floor unconscious. So Jimmy, three quarters Nelson, Nelson falls to the floor unconscious. Okay. And with that, uh, Jimmy's going to roll a death save. He rolls a 12, so he has one success, and it's going to be your turn again, Yui. All righty. So seeing him fall, I will quickly do another... At- uh, no, I'm going to charge at this wolf. After he takes down my friend, we just had that nice moment. So I'm going to take the knives, spawning both my action and bonus action knife in my two different hands. I'm just going to stab them together from both sides of his mouth. Yeah, roll to hit. 18 on the first one. That'll hit. And even higher on the next one. That'll hit. Alrighty. I don't get sneak attack because he's deceased. Uh, yes, he's he's not deceased, but almost. Yes. That's 15 damage. Okay. Uh, so you deal 15 damage to this dire wolf. And it falls to one knee and then transforms into a small human boy who's been grown with this purple goop. Uh, he has blonde, like disheveled hair, hazelish eyes. He's got this cape on around him, and he has this little, this little um, neck or this little armband that's blue. And you wouldn't recognize this character, but this character is Tess. Oh snap! But uh, as he falls out of his wild shape form. He uh, is beaten, bloodied by these monks who have captured him. He still has that purple goop collar around him, um, but it looks like he's within an inch of his life. Uh, They had to beat him into submission to get him into his direwolf form. Upon seeing the direwolf transform into this, like, young boy, do I sense, like, whether or not he still is any kind of threat? Well, as he as he gets knocked out, he's through like very pained. He'll say, "Please help me! I need to get back to my friends." Oh my gosh! All right. Well, so as soon as he says this, and like I see, like because I did see him like use the purple goop and stuff. I don't know the full like lore behind it, how they had to beat him to his half health to get him to transform. But I assume they were controlling him somehow. And I'm gonna use my med kit action as you like, kind of. Uh, catch Tess as Tess falls to the ground nearly unconscious. You see the room uh, filled with a bunch of dead giants and monks that are continuing forward and with that you kind of see off in the distance you see your friends peeking through the doorway with Tess in your arms seemingly dead and I think that's where we're going to end our session for tonight. Alrighty, sounds good to me. <laughs> so my name is Cade, and I'm the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition adventure, and I am joined here by the players to my left, Danny playing Yui. All right, awesome. We hope you remember when life knocks you flat on your back. All you got to do is keep rolling, and please uh, refer us to a friend or drop us a review because that will help us get out into uh, more people's listening libraries. Word of mouth is the best thing you can do. But even better than the word of mouth thing, you could go over to patreon.com forward slash knocked. That's knocked, K-N-O-C-K-E-D, to support us on Patreon because our patrons are the best people on earth. And uh, yeah, so shout out to 
Tess, who made a guest appearance on this episode, and you did not know that he was fighting Tess this whole time, and so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave on a high note, so when life knocks you flat on your back, all you got to do is keep rolling. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't see that coming, <laughs> honestly.